Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 5 Expansion of the Providential Foundation and the Annual Mottos. Section 3 Children's Day. Significance. On the first day of the 10th lunar month in 1960, November 19th, two parents personally presided over a Thanksgiving Day service at the original Chongpadong Headquarters Church in Seoul, and in the following year, they proclaimed this day to be Children's Day. Through the institution of Children's Day, they built a foundation on which to eradicate the seed of sin sown by Adam and Eve and liberate humanity from evil. This day commemorates the fact that fallen human beings as children, for the first time in history, have finally won victory and come to participate in God's cosmic glory. For 6,000 years, God eagerly awaited the establishment of Parents' Day. Originally, the fallen descendants of humankind would have been the ones to eagerly await this day, but instead it was God the Creator who, for 6,000 years, eagerly awaited it. From the day history went astray, there were many difficult and sorrowful events for God moving along the path of innumerable crises. But even in the midst of all that, all that God longed for was Parents' Day. With the coming of Parents' Day, God was able to set up the truly good parents of humankind who could work together with him, and he designated them the true parents of humankind. With the name of parents whom God has set up, the parents' blessing standard was established. Following this, faithful and truthful children can be established, and we can welcome Children's Day on Earth. After I established Parents' Day in 1960, I established Children's Day. When the parents of humanity appear, children will come next. Originally, before children appear, you first need to have parents. However, in the course of restoration, we need to form the connection not only for the parents, but also for the children. Again, from the viewpoint based on the children connecting horizontally, Parents' Day comes first, followed by Children's Day. Although, from the viewpoint of restoration, Children's Day would come first and Parents' Day second. Working according to the horizontal standard, I established Parents' Day and then proclaimed Children's Day. Accordingly, for the first time since the beginning of the history of heaven and earth, Children's Day appeared. This day is the day we are able to raise a victorious shout of joy throughout heaven and earth. Through its establishment, the time of the spirit world has come, and that which has been knotted up is being unraveled. Therefore, the evil forces on earth gradually will be cleared away. How are we to celebrate Children's Day? First of all, go to the homes of your sons and daughters and have a feast, and then have them gather at your home for a feast. And after that, go to the church and have a feast. In this way, you have feasts as symbols of the three ages of formation, growth, and completion. This is in accord with the principal notion of restoration through three stages, symbolic restoration, image restoration, and substantial restoration. You have to realize that if your sons and daughters die without having celebrated Children's Day, they will feel deep regret and their sorrow arising from this will fill the heavens. Therefore, we need to restore the world centering on our sons and daughters. We need to restore all good spirits in paradise centering on ourselves. And we need to find the way of heaven and earth centering on the church. You need to follow the rule of going through these three stages. You especially need to commemorate this day starting within your own family environment. You have to arrange it so that your children will eagerly await the coming of this day. The children in the world at large await holidays, saying, When is the day coming when we can wear pretty new clothes and eat delicious food? 
Similarly, you need to make preparations so that your children naturally will eagerly await the coming of Children's Day, even counting the days off on their fingers and rejoicing when the day is near. Due to the fall of humankind, parents were lost, children were lost, and all things were lost. To set the standard that indemnifies this, we established Parents' Day, Children's Day, and the Day of All Things. Among these, the most difficult day to establish was Children's Day. This was because Adam and Eve failed to become true children. So, what do we need to do to become faithful and dutiful children? We all must be born into one lineage. To become such children, we must fulfill our filial duty to our parents. Filial children must be able to take dominion over any environment, no matter how difficult or unstable, and they need to receive formal recognition from their parents and their environment. God told Adam and Eve to have dominion over all things, but Adam and Eve have to receive formal recognition to take such dominion. As the center of hope, they must be recognized as children who can take responsibility for God's will. They need to be in accord with the heart of their parents. If their past, present, or future deviates in any way, they cannot be called filial children. They cannot be called loyal patriots either. Filial children and loyal patriots must never change. They must represent the past, present, and the future, always acknowledging God's heart. They must receive recognition in a position that transcends time and space, centering on the heart of God. My Pledge On October 28, 1962, the first anniversary of Children's Day, True Parents established and proclaimed My Pledge, consisting of five verses. True Father said that a pledge is a promise that a person makes to God and to the future. He emphasized that when a person makes a pledge, he or she needs to communicate in heart with God, and that those who recite My Pledge can achieve oneness in heart with God by pledging to become His true sons and daughters. My pledge was recited until the family pledge was established on May 1st, 1994. See whether you can make this pledge. Up until now, there has not been a single person who could formally pledge in front of God. No one was able to make a pledge, either as a servant or as a son or daughter. If you are going to recite a pledge, you must connect to it with your heart. This pledge promises that you are going to become true sons and daughters. 1. As the center of the cosmos, I will fulfill our Father's will and the responsibility given me. I will become a true, dutiful son or daughter and a child of goodness to attend our Father forever in the ideal world of creation by returning joy and glory to Him. This I pledge. 2. I will take upon myself completely the will of God to give me the whole creation as my inheritance. He has given me His word, His personality, and His heart, and is reviving me who had died, making me one with Him and his true child. To do this, our Father has persevered for 6,000 years the sacrificial way of the cross. This I pledge. 3. As a true son or daughter, I will follow our Father's pattern and charge bravely forward into the enemy camp until I have judged them completely with the weapons with which he has been defeating the enemy Satan for me throughout the course of history by sowing sweat for earth, tears for man, and blood for heaven. As a servant, but with a Father's heart, in order to restore his children and the universe, lost to Satan. This I pledge. 4. The individual, family, society, nation, world, and cosmos who are willing to attend our Father, the source of peace, happiness, freedom, and all ideals, will fulfill the ideal world of one heart in one body by restoring their original nature. To do this, I will become a true son, daughter, returning joy and satisfaction to our Father. And as our Father's representative, I will transfer to the creation peace, happiness, freedom, 
and all ideals in the world of the heart. This I pledge. 5. I am proud of the one sovereignty, proud of the one people, proud of the one land, proud of the one language and culture centered upon God, proud of becoming the child of the one true parent, proud of the family who is to inherit one tradition, proud of being a laborer who is working to establish the one world of the heart. I will fight with my life. I will be responsible for accomplishing my duty and mission. This I pledge and swear. Why does Christianity speak about the idea of the second coming? This is because Christians need to receive a new seed centering on God's love, life, and lineage. We received the false seed due to the fall of Adam and Eve. Therefore, we need to receive a new seed. Only then will we be able to subjugate the evil world, centering on the true love and true life of the true sons and true daughters of true parents, who come with the new seed centered on the logic of a true lineage. We will become an independent people. As it says in my pledge, we are proud of God's sovereignty. Next, we are proud of the one people. After that comes the one family. After that comes the one land. This land is mine. It is ours. Human beings were born in the context of wrongdoing. Since we were born wrongfully, our birth must be redone. We need to be born again. God participates in this rebirth process by leading the providence of twins. This is the age of twins. We must be born as twins, like Esau and Jacob. We need to go all the way back, all the way to the mother's womb. Since human beings were born fallen, there has to be a new framework by which we can make our way back to the womb. Unless we are born again, there can be no salvation. That is why Christianity speaks of rebirth. It is the only religion that does so. You recite my pledge every week, but you must not just say it out of habit. The most important part of this pledge is the fifth verse. Since we are proud of the one sovereignty centered on God, one nation must be realized. So why did various countries arise? It was because of love. Love was the cause of it. Things are the way they are today because everything does not follow the path of one love. Everything is divided along various lines, moving in different directions and following paths of different self-assertive loves. Men and women need to become owners of true love. However, if the standards of love for loving the individual, the family, the nation, and the world are different rather than unified, there naturally will be a divisive branching out. That is why people always consider their own current situation to be the most important. The estrangement of men and women arose in a place where there was no true love. Verse 5 of My Pledge says, I am proud of the one language and culture centering upon God. Proud of becoming the child of the one true parent. Proud of the family who is to inherit one tradition. Proud of being a laborer who is working to establish the one world of the heart. Why do you think the phrase, proud of one language and culture, comes before lineage or heart? It is because a person comes to know about lineage and heart only after he or she is born and learns to speak the language. I wrote every word of this pledge in accordance with fundamental principles and rules. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.